Soul Filler Diaries is here to meet you wherever you are on your life path. Life is like a mountain trail with ups and downs, twists and turns. It is most fulfilling when you follow the path best suited for you and find the beauty along the way. We hope to be relatable, inspiring, and leave you with healthier minds, bodies, and wallets. Join me in conversations with guests that intend to fill our souls and help us all along our path to living an abundant life. This is episode 14 of Soul Filler Diaries, and we have with us Sidonie Ronfaw. Welcome, Sido. Sido. Hello. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be here. Oh, oh my gosh. It's so great. So it it does feel surreal sometimes. It's almost like no time has passed that you're in, you're sitting in front of me. But like, yeah, it's just, it's so great you're here. Yeah. Yeah. So great you're here. Sidoni was an exchange student that we had. You came over twice, once in 2012. Yes. And then and then you were here the whole school year, 13 and 14, graduated Glacier Peak in 2014. Yes. Yes. So tell us a little bit about you and what you do. In my everyday life or? Yeah, everything, everything. Who is who is Sidoni? Oof. Who is Sidoni? <laughs> <laughs> well, so I am uh, someone who moves a lot those days, who is like trying to figure out which things I want to do in my everyday life. I am passionate. I am very loving. Like I need to practice something creative to feel like good and to feel connected to life and to earth somehow. I have like so many things going on in my head all the time, just like everyone. But I need like physically to translate it as much as I can. Like we do have work for that and I choose to be a photographer mm-hmm. and uh, I love that job because I meet so many people and it's always different. It feels like a bit intense and not very secure. So there is a lot that I need to figure out. But there is something about always being in, on the run, meeting people, like sharing important things because people who ask for portraits who need something always want something important for them to last. And there is this thing about like just leaving your traces, like mm-hmm. your footprint somewhere, like mm-hmm. on life. So I am kind of the one that translates their will and what is going to last from them. And so it's huge and it's so important to me. And other than that, I just translate my own feelings and intuitions and I do believe that caring about every little things is caring about the huge things like every small things is directly connected to everyone's feelings so it's kind of like a like there is a sentence I love about that and I can't remember it now but it's embrace yeah it's embrace yourself so you can touch the universe oh I love that And I do think it's like, that's how I work. Mm -hmm. So it's, (laughs) yeah. And in your work, you're, you are so good. Like the, the work that you received yesterday that you were were going through, like you're so good at capturing the emotion or the essence of what your clients want. I think, yeah. It's funny because it's actually like, first, thank you so Mm -hmm. much, but it's actually something I've heard a lot and I don't try. Mm -hmm. It's really funny because it's just like, I photograph the same way I will listen to them. Like I just care and I just try to meet their like needs. But mm-hmm. I think if I was not listening, like my photograph would be so bad. It's directly connected. It cannot be, I cannot not listen and do a good picture. Right. 
So it's part of it's part of your art, of your skill set. Yeah. And then you also will set up exhibitions or I shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that that's mostly your own art. That's your own feelings, your own yes, you know, perception of the world coming out in your shows that you do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like I've been asked to present some of my work from like friends and like collectives. And I love when I have the opportunity to do that, I love putting my art as like installations mm-hmm. because like the pictures mean something to me when it's not portraits and when it's not a commission, the picture I shoot and I photograph like intuitions and emotions. Mm-hmm. And so they are all in me and they like move within me. So when I need to present them, I actually think that just printing them on a paper, it's kind of not even a quarter of what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. It's just all about honesty. Like it's yeah. just I'm trying to express physically what it feels. And so I end up doing like huge fabric of photographs, like very, very small prints or like transfer on like metal or on wood or like mm-hmm. on, I burn some pictures. Like it's just it. this is like a process of, of almost meditations. Like it's just really like I'm um, trying to be honest about about life kind mm-hmm. of. And I love it. And I love that you can feel you can feel it. And some of it is so it's so raw. Like, yeah, it is raw. It's a picture, right? That you're looking <laughs> at, but you're getting you're feeling that emotion. It's pretty amazing. It's funny. I think, you know, the same way that you first like the vocabulary, the photographic vocabulary is quite hard. It's all about like shooting taking something from someone Mm -hmm. else like the vocabulary is quite interesting and when you take a picture when you press the button there is this thing that has to feel right it's almost like as shooting like as a hunter Mm -hmm. like you shoot when something like just appears to be clear and clean right and we talked about that I didn't realize like the film that you use because do you ever process your own photos or you you send them in? It depends. It depends. But you do sometimes process your I own. I do. Yeah. Yeah. Because some of your art, I see that it's in the processing too, mm-hmm. where you'll do something different in the process. Exactly. Yeah. But the film, it's like we get so used to our digital cameras. Like, let's just take 200 photos. It'll be a good one in there. But when you've got, you were saying sometimes as little as six pictures on these roll of, rolls of film, you really do have to have that right moment yes. to capture right and it's all about choice mm-hmm. like because um sometimes i love to take i think it means so much when you take just a movement like literally just someone walking and you press like you take all those pictures at that time so it's just a normal random situation that you decide to mm-hmm. save and that means a lot yeah and some people like a lot of my friends like few of my friends but some have one film that stays for like six months in their camera. And it's all like, yeah, it's just decisions of what do you want to say? How do you want to do it? So it's all about, you can do anything. I love it. Yeah. And that's where your own perspective comes through, comes through your art. Love it. (laughs) So how did you get to where you are today? What started you on this journey to being a photographer? And how did your, tell us a little bit about your path. Well, to answer about just... Everything's connected first, honestly. Like, But what happened is that I've always felt a lot of emotion. I've always needed to draw or to do things. I've always been so scared of like the the night coming mm-hmm. or like the sun leaving. Like that's a fear all, a lot of children have. Mm-hmm. And I was one of those children being so scared when things were ending. Mm -hmm. And I was so like, you know, when you understand that the world was there before you were born, like all of those kind of super shaking 
mm-hmm. like things that we today as adults we acknowledge in our everyday life but i do believe it's like quite intense to like really deal with those mm-hmm. super human emotions mm-hmm. and so i always needed to translate them and uh, at some point when i started my school in paris in the first year you do everything and then in the second year you have to choose like your practice and i wanted i came into this school to do photography starting the second year mm-hmm. And that year was super hard because I like first of all in my love relationship I fell in love with someone and it was like so intense in me and I think I've learned so much from this relationship like still today it guides me a lot mm-hmm. I tried to please like what they were kind of expecting of me all the second year and nothing worked Mm-hmm. I was apologizing kind of for anything I was shooting. I didn't know what was worth it. Like, what can I show? What was like? And in the end, that story ended up not really well. And I had this feeling, I think I remember, like it was a politician speaking on the radio in my summer house where I was like so far away from any service, but we had the radio and someone was speaking about like how much humanity needed to end or something like terrible. And I remember having this click in me being like, wait, what? Like you apologize to present a flower in front of 10 people, mm-hmm. but in the middle of nowhere, you hear someone like literally openly speaking about killing. Like anyway, it, mm-hmm. it didn't make sense. And something happened of just feeling like everything needs to be heard. I felt like the consent to present whatever could be inspiring mm-hmm. because I think it's worth it. So that thing like started slowly and slowly to get inside of like my life, everyday life could be on photography field, but it was also in my emotional choices and like mm-hmm. all of those things. It touched a huge ring in me. And then it just like vibrated in so many ways through my decisions, connections, friendship. And since then, I think like something really huge happened of choices. And yeah, I love that. So it's almost like hearing that voice. You're like, maybe there's someone out there, even if it's just like one person that might be impacted by what I put out in the world in a positive way. Exactly. Not, and it's like, it happens to me all the time, like looking at art and feeling like, wow, that person like just gave me a huge like feeling or comfort mm-hmm. or idea or like intuition. And it matters so much. Mm-hmm. So I'm not pretending that I can do anything for anyone, but I do believe that all of those things are connected mm-hmm. and that there is no ego inside of it it's really about like bringing people together and like sharing this like we are all afraid of death we are all like we all have the same like uh, questions we don't have the same life we don't have the same like experiences but we have this human connection within all of us that can be that arts just like really passes and speak about that mm-hmm. and so i have some people to, who told me that it moved them or make them think about something really important. And that's like the biggest gift, of right. course, because it's what it does to me from someone else. So right. if I can pass that too, it's like, wow. And it's not it, it's not even anything you could expect because it's not yours. It's theirs. That's the and thing, too. It's, it's beautiful, right? Yeah. Like it's their their perspective of your art. Is, exactly. I'm yeah. really like I've never been like, OK, this is this story. Exactly. Like you have to understand this and this and this. I always thought and that might be a bit creepy, but I always thought that like installations on photographs that really matters to me have to be a bit like something I put in the world, like a children almost. Mm-hmm. I trust them 
I don't want them to like they can speak to anyone the way they want. Mm -hmm. And if someone tells me like, "Wow, this is awful. I hate it." No, no, no. I'm never gonna reject right. them. Mm -hmm. It's just they are here and they try. Like they just pick up, mm -hmm. and anyone can see whatever they want in mm -hmm. it. I'm not like trying to force anything right. in there. And this is why it's funny because sometimes the exact intuition I put into it is. Like people see it differently, but it is exactly related. Mm -hmm. So there is something universal in those things. Yeah. Like definitely. Connectedness. Yes. Yeah. What has been the hardest thing or the biggest obstacle in your life to get you where you are today? That's a tough question. But honestly, I think the fear of the fear of change and all what it means in so many levels and breakups, heartbreaks mm -hmm. have been like the hardest mm -hmm. for now. I'm sure life has a lot <laughs> to show me oh more. But for like me turning 27, I'd say it was probably love, mm -hmm. which brought me the best, but also like, wow. The most pain. Yeah. Oh, and you're such a feeler. Yeah. And it's just, there is something right with like love connection that you just can't explain. Yeah. I think it's the biggest fuel we can ever get. Mm -hmm. Like out of the blue, You can go anywhere. It doesn't matter. Like nothing, like it's just, it's there and you won't follow it. Mm -hmm. And when it's shared, it's like, wow. There was a quote in the movie that we were watching last night. What is it? When he was explaining what love was. Yeah. Do you remember? I think I was You asleep. might asleep. <laughs> I know. Jet lag. <laughs> oh, but yeah, I'll have to pull it out because I actually wanted to rewind and like capture it. Yeah. Because it was talking about like what love does to our brains. Yeah. And it's like more like a drug. Yeah. It's, it's more like an addiction than anything because like it, the, the dopamine it releases and yes. what love does to yeah. us physically. Is Chemically, like, it's definitely right. defined. Yeah. Right. So it was kind of beautiful. Yes. And, and weird. But <laughs> <laughs> so no loves right now. No. No. But lots of love for myself. Mm hmm. And I've been lucky, honestly, like I have so many love around me, but this specific like romantic love has been hard, mm -hmm. but it's fine. I always think like, what is it trying to teach us? Right? Yes, I yeah. agree. And I a hundred percent think yeah. there is something I need to teach, like to right. learn. To learn from it. Yes. I'm sorry you've had to go through that, but in some ways I'm glad me too. that you've made, well, you've learned from it, but you've made choices yes. that will better you down the road yes. because we talked a lot about you know like it's easy to get stuck in something like you said I could have married one of them and, <laughs> and then where would I be today because it wasn't meant to be right I'm, I'm so glad of the way it happened like mm -hmm. of course I would have wished like things got di differently but also I fell in love at ages where we changed so much and I think through all life we change a lot right. but specifically those paths uh, were like we changed so much even I mm -hmm. like everyone and there is something I used to be like so mad at me is to always put out my feelings mm -hmm. and then I was so mad at myself to not be able to control to not be able to like digest it more and I think it's definitely a journey I have to get like to process a bit more my emotions that's why I do art mm -hmm. as well mm -hmm. but I'm so glad I speak up when I was not okay that I cried when I was sad that yeah. I was so angry so mad When I was mad, like I am so thankful to me today. And I'm so sad I've been so hard on myself when mm -hmm. it's just no one gives you the permission to do it. Right. So you feel like you're so like outside of everything. So it's so mm -hmm. scary. But actually, like even six months after it, I was like, oh, 
thank you so much. I listen yeah. to myself. Like, oh, I saved myself so many times, I right. think. Yeah. I love to feel things. Right. Yeah. And I think there's that whole scope of, but you're right. Like we don't have permission. Like to me this morning, putting on my sunglasses, I was like, <laughs> okay, they're going to think I'm high, but I'd rather them think I'm high than that I'm crying house out of that. And it's fine. <laughs> I just like cool as well to wear sunglasses <laughs> with clouds. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Like it is. It's like we, we need to have grace. And I think that's how I started out. Like the one of the first episodes, was that our first episode trying to think? Give yourself grace yeah. um, is just, yeah, we need to give ourselves more grace because I feel like, you know, we're we talked so about judging. We judge yeah. ourselves more than anybody. We right? do. Mm-hmm. And we ask, it's so, I don't know for you, but for example, me, I think it's really hard for myself to forgive myself mm-hmm. where people I love, because I understand what they go through and stuff. I understand so much sometimes and I just forgive them like instantly mm-hmm. because I really like understand everything. And I'm yeah. so, I want them to have the space to be able to speak up, to feel and stuff. In me, I don't give myself that space. Mm-hmm. I'm, even though I am the first one who can understand all the paths I am in, mm-hmm. I don't give them credits. I don't give myself the credit right. to like taking all the space and being mad, taking like, anyway, it's like mm-hmm. a huge process. I Yeah, we definitely need to be more gentle. Yeah. You were telling me a story yesterday that I was thinking tied back into this, you know, with the one gallery story. And when I think of it, like that's a missed opportunity for them. And sometimes from the outside looking in right from your end, it feels like a rejection or a pain, which it isn't fully yet. There could be just other delays, right? Yes, for sure. But from the outside, it's like, you know, like I see you. I mean, like you're like, (laughs) you talk me up and I do because like you are so talented and you worked really hard in school. I mean, seven years is like a doctor. You're you're basically a doctor of art. (laughs) I could, yeah, take a lot of sick photographs. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So where do you see yourself going from here? Like if you could put out to the universe, like your ideal, what would it be? Well, my ideal would be to... Find a way a bit stable where I can find a bit of security with photography somewhere. I would love it to not be where I grew up for now. I would like it to be outside of France mm-hmm. for like a few years, couple of years. I am really good with myself alone, but when I will have just like something healed, I think a wound is healing that I don't really get mm-hmm. now. But I do feel I am in a huge emotional process. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think I will directly like open up to someone who I think we can work through things doesn't Mm -hmm. mean he'll be the one I don't trust that Mm -hmm. but I think we could be a really good partnership Mm -hmm. like really good person for each other and then like I want to travel so much still I want to take pictures I would love to take pictures of the um, ice on I don't care which side of the globes but the Mm -hmm. one that is melting every day because of us because of how selfish we can get with like just our mm-hmm. society. I want to like see that and I want to touch it and I want to take pictures of that. I would love to see like, I don't know, the Amazonian Amazonie forest. Mm-hmm. I, would, I want to see things where there are true beliefs and like where so many things that don't inquire like our society are involved. Mm-hmm. And yeah, but I'm not against us at all. But I just, um, I think there are some stuff that are just being not giving enough importance. And I I loved that your recent commission in the Indian Ocean. We'll talk about that because I love how that is kind of along those lines, right? Yes, definitely. And do you want to talk a little bit about 
that? Well, one year ago, I've been sent on a, um, I've, I've applied actually, I've applied mm -hmm. for something called the Blue School, which was um, a scientist from Ifremer, a scientific organization, governmental from France, who wanted young artists to photograph or to videotape or to do installation whatever we wanted, to be on a boat with researchers that are doing samples to describe, like to give the new numbers of climate change. And uh, France has an island down in like the Indian Ocean next to La Réunion Island. So I've been selected. Uh, we were a lot to try this like thing because it sounded so amazing. And we all wanted to... First, it was really nice that so many people wanted to do that mm -hmm. because it's like for the future and so important. And I've been selected saying that I wanted to take pictures of the colors of the sky and of the water, depending on the changing of the day, to be able to put an emotion next to the colors mm -hmm. that were made by like real life, like by Mother Nature. Mm -hmm. And I was so glad I've been selected with something so like personal mm -hmm. and yet still universal, like we yes. spoke about it. I've been on that boat and I've like photographed and been really close to scientists and young scientists as well that were so like not sleeping at night, doing things just about their samples. And it was so interesting and so moving. And I've been on that boat for like 15 days. Um, yeah, so that was a huge, like really, really important experience for me. And then eye-opening to see the amount of microplastics. Yes. Yeah. There's uh, Margot, uh, one of the scientists who was putting uh, samples on the surface of like something on the a manta. She called that a manta on the surface of water. And it was collecting uh, all like for like 10 minutes, all the things that were on the surface of water. And things like when you see it, you're like, oh, there will be nothing. But when she opens up what she has like had in her little objects we were dissecting then like uh, all the like small corals like uh, like some vegetations but i saw a huge amount of microplastics and the plankton mm -hmm. how do you call that plankton like, yeah plankton the plankton were uh, really involved in these samples as well because they a lot of them live on the surface of water mm -hmm. and some of them had of course plastic in their stomachs mm -hmm. which means that planktons are at the beginning of our food chain mm -hmm. so If the beginning of our food chain is eating plastic, then we are eating plastics. And she told me that we eat two credit cards either a week or either two weeks in a row, like something like that. But we do eat a huge amount of plastic without notifying it. And it was crazy to see it with my own eyes. And I took many pictures of planktons and they look like small ETs mm -hmm. like they are so strange and beautiful they are see-through transparent all gluey mm -hmm. they are so beautiful like I've, I do uh, I've seen somewhere that uh, a lot of aliens movie where like the alien aspects has been taken from the planktons oh interesting yeah, yeah. that's the thing yeah micro and huge yeah yeah anyways so yeah so we're you know I know we focus a lot I think on the Pacific you have the big you know island of plastics and garbage right that's yeah. floating around you couldn't see anything but nope. it's like invisible to the eye but it's there and yes so what great work but it's it's interesting how I think they embraced art as a way to bring visibility to the to the problem 
Because also they know, like we also discussed about it earlier, like they know that art uh, connects. Mm -hmm. And I think, I'm, I'm sure, like what they are liking is people to be involved and interested mm -hmm. in their everyday life. Like mm -hmm. we have so many things to do all the time, to do this, to go there, have meetings, we have work, we have so many things to do, but they want to sensitive people that things can have like impacts. Right. And yeah. um, I think art is definitely mm -hmm. the perfect option to get. I think they are really smart to think about this and to take young artists. It means that like we are not, we don't have like a international recognition or anything. Mm -hmm. It's like speaking of people around us, like in a large format, but it's still like something close that I'll share with you, with my mm -hmm. family, with my friends. So it's definitely impacting like some people, but directly Right. And so I think this is going to spread and those things are getting, are starting to get bigger and bigger, like inviting artists mm -hmm. for those things. So it's good. It's really nice. And it's really important. Yes. I wish we did more of that here. You know, I feel like we need more emphasis on art. One, for the processing yeah. of emotion. Yeah. And the appreciation of other people's, you know, being able to see other humans through their art. I have a question for you. Like, do you have like, what place is art in your everyday life for you? That's a good question. I mean, it's really... You listen to a lot of music. I, I love music. Yeah. When I find time to find solitude and do my journaling, I'll write poetry. Sometimes yes. I'll read poetry. I find really nature. I mm. like find my art in nature, but I agree. Music, music is probably the most emotional, like the songs kind of, you know, songs will remind me of, you know, a moment or a memory, a time of my life. Yes. Um, and sometimes I have to be careful. I think we talked about that the other day, right? Like I have to be careful that yeah, it's the songs emotional. don't pull, pull me down, right? Yes. Because they do, like I am so moved by yeah. music. Yeah. So I think I, I'm not musical. I'll just define <laughs> that. I have an appreciation for music. Yes. Music is really strong because it's not visible. Mm -hmm. It's vibration and it can go mm -hmm. everywhere. I've read an article really interesting about how much uh, music that you repeatedly listen to mm -hmm. helps you to go through your own moments and right. paths of life, which we I think we would all agree. Mm -hmm. But it was really well like said and really simply put down like on letters mm -hmm. in black and white like I can read how much it matters yeah and it's so strong it's so powerful I and I, I believe that because I, th I think we talk about you know podcasting is one way yes. music videos movies books mm -hmm. you know there's so many ways to find that human connectedness but music adds like another element to yes. that right is yes. that like you said that vibrational that when Alyssa and I went to Bumbershoot this year I think I told you we saw this EDM band yeah you did and it was kind of like that day did not start well like I was full of emotion and when I listened to that EDM like just vibrating like it just shook like everything out of me like I just feel like I just worked through like it just gave me some calm so I'm like man I like this EDM Candace loves EDM oh I love it <laughs> so she'd be happy to hear this nice. <laughs> I think there's something with things that don't use words right it can be music to meet photography mm -hmm. colors Mm -hmm. But the vibration of colors can be really strong also. Mm -hmm. I think connecting is not speaking right. somehow. And it's the same in love. Like so many times I've been like heard so many words like blah, blah, blah. So yeah. many amazing words. But when there was no words, I was just so sad. Right. Because what you felt yeah. was not what you were hearing. Yeah. yeah. So important, all of those things. Yeah. So if you had to give 
our listeners a word of advice. What would be your words of advice? I think it's a very cheesy one, but I can just, I can't even help how much it's true. It's to always listen to what's good for you. Right. Always. Then it means that you need to trust yourself. Mm-hmm. And yeah, maybe in 15 years I'll say something else, but I'm sure I would say that this was so important right. to never forget. Right. Yeah. Oh, I love that. When you were living with us, like you had to be away from your family. Can you tell me maybe like what was the hardest part about being here that when you were here that full year and what maybe one of your favorite memories was? Honestly, uh, I think and that's like really metaphorical for all my life. The worst moment was to say goodbye. Mm -hmm. And then it was fine. But it's I always I hate goodbyes. I hate saying like letting go things. I, yes. That's uh, my everyday life work. Letting go. Like I can't. I you're can't. Not gonna, you're not allowed to go home. Sit up. <laughs> <laughs> well. We find you a reason to stay here. <laughs> Definitely. Like it's really, really hard. Like I don't know which uh, part of me it hits, but I really hardly deal with this. Mm-hmm. But one thing I know about myself as well, it's when this uh, is passed. Then I always find solution. I'm, mm-hmm. I am ste- like, I know how to drive the car then. But when it's time to say, to do the, like anything that is, feels like separation is like definitely a hole in my stomach. Like mm-hmm. I can't deal with that. So that was hard. And I used to have a, like someone I loved very much at that moment as well. Like uh, it was the first time being away from so many things. But that's mm-hmm. exactly what I was looking for. Like I am the one who really wanted all of this to happen. Mm-hmm. I've made so many papers when I was just like, like I've tried so hard to come here. So it felt like as well, such an amazing success. And just meeting you, meeting all your family, like meeting people. Yeah, it was so beautiful. And I don't know if I have one good memory because I have so many. It sounds cheesy, but it's so true. I have memories of moments we were sharing walking and I have memories of just feeling safe and home. Mm-hmm. And that was really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I have that photo you took of the moon. Yes. Back in high school. That was with Kathy Tanasi. Yeah. Was the art teacher then. But your art, you won an, you won an award when you were here for your yes, picture. It was and, my first reward ever. And <laughs> like, it's got the moon and it's beautiful and it hangs on my wall. Yes. <laughs> and so like that, I love the moon too. Like that connectedness with the moon. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. The moon. And- but what I loved when I took that picture, I actually remember, I remember myself taking this picture, which is like so weird. But I love the fact that we can see the moon so bright and so white. The sky was almost like green, like mm-hmm. blue green. And there is this building that is being hit by the sunset on the other side that is just so red. Mm-hmm. So there is like the end of the day, the moon coming up. And that definitely is this kind of moment where as a child, I would cry. Like I was so like, it's just the end of something like, uh, yeah. and colors get crazy at that moment. Mm-hmm. Things like, things change, things like moves on, say goodbye. Like, mm-hmm. But then there's the moon that comes. So something else is there at least. Yeah. That's uh, Yeah, it is my favorite time of day. And there's times when I too, like I get so moved by emotion when I see the sunset or the changing colors. There was someone in the community that had posted a picture with the contrast in the sky, the dark and the light. And they're like, which do you see? Do you see the dark or the light? And I'm like, I see the beauty and the contrast because there is something so beautiful about that. Yes. And like looking out our house overlooks Lord Hill. Yeah. 
And when we can, we don't get a sunset because we're east facing, but when the sun is setting and the trees on, you know, one side are just dark and then the others are being lit up by the sunset, yes. like it is stunning. Yes. Yeah. That is so it's crazy that you remember that moment. We, I, we were in Seattle. Yeah. We were in Seattle it walking was, around. Yeah. You no, had your camera. I really remember. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's so funny. And I don't remember so many things, but those kind mm-hmm. of things I do remember. And there's mm-hmm. no points, but somehow I do remember. Because it's tied to that emotion. And that's yeah. where like music, I get tied back exactly. into moments from yeah. music, right? Yeah. It's the emotion, emotional moments that you remember. Yes. We're going to get some good pictures at Bob's Corn tomorrow. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sido's 27th birthday. We celebrated your 17th birthday at Bob's Corn and now we're doing 27. Yeah, it's still fun. It's gonna to rain. That's okay. We'll still have fun. It's fine. <laughs> I love rain. I know. I can get. I got new um, rain boots, so we can get muddy. It'll be fun. Hey, <laughs> you get to see grandma and grandpa. You haven't seen them yet. Yeah, I'm really excited about that. Yeah. So the other thing we've kind of talked a little bit about. We couldn't drink wine when you were here last time. And now we can drink wine. <laughs> but you've taught me a lot about the dynamic biodynamic wines, and yes. now I need to go find some. So we'll <laughs> have to do that while you're here. But that would be fun. Yeah. But it's it's been cool to hear you know how big that is in France and. Yes, it's the thing. It's like mm-hmm. popping everywhere. And you like, um, what they do is they do like wine bar that are natural mm-hmm. and you have some like food with it, like really, really specific, very nice food. Mm-hmm. You don't, it's not a big menu, but it's like few bites that you can get. And it's like very specific, like oysters, like mm-hmm. things like really not fancy, but like chic, definitely yeah. chic. Yeah. And you have some natural wine that go with it. One thing, so that is fun with natural wine is that so they don't put like anything in it Mm -hmm. to like save it for a long time or so it's like really raw Mm -hmm. and you can have amazing bottles and you can have like really surprising ones that Mm -hmm. are not that good they change it for you for Mm -hmm. sure but that's kind of the game i can see people like loving that they don't really know what's gonna happen almost like a a photography like Mm -hmm. revelation like it's so funny it's like this thing i think human love to just know what they get but being surprised like kind of giving the chance of like error or like Mm -hmm. this if you got lucky then you're very lucky if it's not that good then it's like a bummer you can get something else Mm -hmm. it's kind of a game yeah in the best way like it's just a lot of randomness that you acknowledge and then the farms they they're just all natural like even hand till or horse till like the the people that are uh, working in natural wine Mm -hmm. are natural Mm-hmm. But there is a lot of people doing natural wine, but of course there is still like the champagne, like the yeah. all those wines are mm-hmm. still there and they are not natural. Mm-hmm. A lot try to make at least one type of one that is biological, mm-hmm. but it's not the same as natural. Okay. Like bio- biological, you still put some ads. Okay. Like I don't know that like sulfides or stuff okay. like that mm-hmm. in it, but you have so many better ones that are being used, mm-hmm. but the natural one has nothing. Okay. <laughs> so it's like really like a, it's really good for your day after a huge hangover of natural wine. It's like much better. Mm-hmm. You're very much more on your feet fast and your head doesn't hurt you at all. You feel better. You feel better. Yeah. You feel a bit sick, of course, mm-hmm. like it's not magical, yes. <laughs> but you don't have like you really feel the difference when you taste it and when you feel it in your body. Mm-hmm. Honestly, now, if I can only drink natural wine, I'm, 
I always go for the natural bottle. And I'm sure I'm sure we have places around here we can we can get it. Well, there was the one Christoph they were yeah, saying in Christophe. Oregon. Christoph, everyone it? spoke about Christoph. <laughs> I'm excited to meet Christoph. <laughs> I love that. You got to stay longer so you can meet Christoph. Yeah, um, yeah. We didn't make it over. We're going to try to make it over to Ch- Chelan so yes. you can try some of their wines. But yeah, I need to research where we can get the biodynamic. Yeah, we check here. that up. Yeah, yeah. We'll do yeah. that. We'll do that. There you go. So as I move about my day, I'm going to try to paraphrase this like you did. Like, I'm just not going to feel bad about doing what is right for me. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Breathe deep. Go into the world. Be authentically yourself. So listeners, just think about, just take a moment and just think about if you are connected to yourself and, and don't feel bad about doing what is best for you. So... So do any closing thoughts or things you want to say? Yeah, I think that was perfect. Was it? Thank okay. you so much for yes. having me. Yes. Thank you so much for being here. And really, you can't leave. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, would love to find something here, honestly. Well, and I think we talked about that this morning, too. There's less saturation in the art world here. We need more art. We need... I just, you told me that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, uh, I, I was saying that in France, it is very saturated. Yeah. But it's great. Like, I learn fast. So yeah. it's like challenge all the time. Yeah. But it is true that it's nice if I can be in somewhere where there is a bit more time to breathe. Yeah. And to And could be like somewhere where it's easier to reach out to people. Mm-hmm. Where it's not like this huge like parade of like going, just ask something nice. Like, mm-hmm. it would be nice. Well, it's kind of nice to have the future. I, I'm like, it's honest. for me on this side. I'm like, you have your whole future ahead and, <laughs> and your art can take you anywhere at this point. And it is taking yeah. you so many places around Europe and the world. Definitely. And I think that is so beautiful. So thank you. Excited to see where you go from here. Me too. <laughs> so exciting to know where am I going to land? I love it. I love it. <laughs> to learn more about Sidoni and follow her work, you can find her on Instagram at... S-I-D-O-N-I-E underscore R. So that's Sidoni underscore R. Or view her website at SidoniRonford.com. So S-I-D-O-N-I-E-R-O-N-F-A-R-D.com. All right. Well, we'll sign off for today and see you on the next diary entry of Soul Color Diaries. Soul Filler Diaries, hosted by Brandy Hecker, produced by Red Trucks.